I'm back with a brand new series called Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits. Check out Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits on Lifetime every Thursday night. Check your local listings. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Teresa Caputo. You might know me as the Long Island Medium. Why do people call me that? Well, I talk to the dead. My job is to help spirit communicate to their loved ones here in the physical world that they are safe and at peace, and that there is more to life than this. This podcast gives me the opportunity to share my gift with more people than ever before, and to give all of you a better understanding of how I communicate with spirit. So today I had the privilege of sharing my gift with Danielle, and this truly is a very special episode of Hey Spirit. The messages that her daughter was able to give her, not only to help her get through Mother's Day, but every day. And I hope as you listen to her reading, her daughter's soul was so strong. I hope that each and every one of you can actually feel the healing taking place. My name is Danielle Montera. Teresa connected with my daughter, Callie, who passed away from uh, a brain tumor called DIPG, diffuse intrinsic pontine glioma. And it's the deadliest form of childhood brain cancer. It's terminal upon diagnosis. There's no known cure. And May is actually Brain Cancer Awareness Month. So, I mean, the timing of this could not have been perfect, you know, to raise awareness. And what my daughter endured is something that um, no child should ever have to ever go through. I can feel a young soul going, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. She knows how this works. She knows how this works. And I could have sworn I heard, mom, I'm here. Don't worry, I'm here. So did you lose a child? I did. Yes. So it's, it's the energy that I feel. How do you connect with the number four? Uh, what, were they four? Uh, was it the fourth of a month? April, the month of April. Did, did she passed mm-hmm. in April? Yes. So is this going to be your first Mother's Day without your daughter? Um, well, no, because she passed away last year, April. So it will be our second. Yeah. Okay. She made me feel like this is the year of the firsts. So that's why I asked you that. So technically we're still in the year of the firsts. Um, And she says, actually, Teresa, she said, it is kind of still like the first Mother's Day because last year was such a fog for my mom of how she felt of losing me, being trapped in a house with this pandemic. So it was almost like, you didn't celebrate anything. 
So now this year is a little bit different, correct, Danielle? 100%, yep. Because it's how am I going to really, because we can celebrate to an extent this year, right? How am I going to get through this Mother's Day without her? Yes, we're going to miss her more maybe, Mm -hmm. but every day is hard. Every day is a struggle. And whether it's Mother's Day, her birthday, the anniversary of her death, she says every day is a struggle. Um, she shows me, do you have things in your car of hers? She keeps holding up like this little pink. So everything's pink though. I'm like, what's with the pink? <laughs> Everything is pink. So she's holding up all these pink things. And she's, I can, I literally feel like she's in the back seat and she's like holding up all her stuff going, look, look at what my mom has yeah. in the car. This is all my stuff. Um, yeah, something of hers. I'm actually holding it in my hand. I ran back inside to make sure I had it part of her blanket. And it's pink. And oh, I couldn't see. It's purple, but a new watch band that's brand new pink that um, I got for her for to feel closer to her. So this is part of her blanket. So know that when you when spirit acknowledges specific things of what you're holding, what you have, especially in the car, validating that her soul was with you at that exact moment. Okay. (laughs) Your daughter said to me, she said, Teresa, my now this is how I feel. She was very young, correct? Uh, yeah, eight. Yeah. She's like, but she's so mature. Like, I feel like I'm channeling like a 30 year old. Like (laughs) it just, it's just who her soul is. And she says, can you tell my mom that she had the privilege of holding me as I took my first breath and as I took my last, I don't want my mom to think that she lied to me because my mom told me that I was going to be okay and that it was going to be okay as she held me. Yeah. I am okay. It's not the okay that we prayed for that we thought was going to happen. Right. So I'm going to say this. She snaps. I, I don't, I asked her, I said, so make me, I want to feel how you pass. Like, cause usually spirit will validate how they departed. And I felt this, um, I felt that it was very quick. Um, so whatever, even if she was sick or diagnosis from the time of the diagnosis to her passing. And again, that's a feeling of how we feel that you feel it was so quick, right? It was almost like I didn't have time to think of, okay, what does this really mean? What is this? What am I going to be able to do for my daughter? And then before I knew it, she was, she was passing and and they were telling me there was nothing else we could do. Right. Exactly. So, because when your daughter said to me, tell my, my mom that she didn't lie to me. (sighs) Tell my mom that it's just not the okay that we prayed for that we thought was going to happen. And then I asked her to validate. And then she showed me on how fast and how quick everything happened she shows me oh she she's very um she's very energetic she's like come look at this I want to show you this I'm like what am I looking at she's like look and then she brings me to a school so was there something done in memory or in honor of her at a school or at her school um they're actually planning it right now to do a garden and a bench and lots of people are involved with that yeah so there's no way I would know that correct it's right. not even done. No. That validating that her soul knows and that her soul is with you 
at these exact moments. This is why I like spirit to bring up things that go on in our life because it validates that they're with us at that exact moment. And I don't want you to think for one minute, Danielle, that that was hard for me to say that to you because I get and understand, okay, well, if she can be with me in spirit and she can still be with me, why couldn't she have stayed? Why did God have to take her from me? I don't have those answers, you know. but she's doing an incredible job of validating that her soul is at peace. She's still with you. And even though all of these things are so hard that we're doing all these incredible things in memory and in honor of her, that her soul is participating. Did they also do, did you release something for her birthday? Did you do like balloons or lanterns or is that something you guys talked about and wanted to do? Um, it, we haven't done it, but our really close, her really close friends have done it. Like her oh. friends, her little friends have done that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. So know that her soul was present for it oh, and that so she nice. wants to thank them for that. Oh, yeah. She has one best friend, like one really close friend. Um, yes, but she was a friend to everybody, but yes, she okay. had really close so, friends. Yeah. So I feel that there's one particular child that um, she says, mommy, I want you to know that she says a prayer for me every night. Yeah, I know who she's talking about. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then to talk about another child to say this, she's they're praying for me every night. And I said to her, I said, I don't think I've ever said that to someone before. She goes, Teresa, I want my mom to know that no one will ever forget about me. Oh God. That is my my mom's biggest thing at times is that she's so afraid that everyone's gonna forget about me and they're not gonna remember me. And she says, I want you to know, mom, every day you're reminded that someone talks about me, whether if you're at work or just out and about at the store and someone comes up and maybe says a condolences or or they 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 say something or remember something about her. She says, mom, these things happen to you because I'm working very hard from the other side. So you know that nobody will ever forget me. Never. Wow. I, that's something I never really told anyone that I do. I worry if people were ever going to forget her and oh, for you here to hear you say that is just amazing. Thank you. The thing, Danielle, that I, yes. that I'm, um, blown away by your daughter's soul is that she showed me one of her friends praying for her every night. And I'm going to say, I don't think it's just one friend. And I found that so incredibly moving. I, I, I tend to like to share when a soul shows me something that I've never had before, because it validates the strength of their soul and how strong they are. She shows me she's jumping up and down on the bed. She's riding her bike. Now she's like in this tutu and then she's doing flips. She's doing like, well, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I'm exhausted. <laughs> so are these all things that she did here in the physical world that she, that she wanted to do? We could never watch TV because she'd be doing handstands or cartwheels and just constantly going. And she was the first one up and, you know, going from the second she woke up. So, yeah. So know that when you think of her and you have those moments of sadness of when she was sick or maybe even at the exact moment when she was passing, she wants you to replace that moment with what she just shared with you now. 
And just because we don't hold on to things like that, remembering the tough days or her, I, I, do you go over her last breath constantly? Because she keeps showing it to me. Something I'll never, I don't know how I'll ever unsee that. You know, it's something I never thought I would ever have to experience in my life. And yeah. it just pops into my mind. And I, you know, I do, I replay it for whatever reason. And I know I shouldn't, but it just. Listen, hey. yeah. I am not a therapist, but what she's showing me, like, it's okay. You might, you might see that every single day, but what she's saying is, okay, let's stop and feel that emotion, but now let's replace it with, okay, but I'm not like that anymore. I think that's why now I know why one of the first things, Danielle, she had me say to you was tell my mom she had the privilege of holding me as I took my first breath and as I took my last breath. Yeah. Now I really understand how powerful that message was to you. So we can feel the emotion, but then let's remember something. Let's not even use the word replace. Let's just say, let's remember then her jumping around doing handstands and saying, this is what she's doing on the other side. She's very active. Yep. She keeps showing me like her night. I don't know. Did she love pajamas or uh, nightgowns? I literally, I looked at her. She changed her nightgown and her pajamas like four times. And I'm like, who changes their pajamas four times? <laughs> She's just silly and fun and oh, we miss her so much. But yeah, that's her. <laughs> now you you have younger children. You have other children as well. Uh, yes, uh, an an older daughter, an, another daughter. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, were you talking about having another child? Uh, no, nope. Okay. So did you have a miscarriage? I did not. No. Okay. She was just acknowledging a brother. So when spirit acknowledges an, a, a relationship or a bond like that, if they physically do not have a brother, yeah, it can be a good friend. It could be a cousin, somebody that was very close to her, but a boy. Yeah, that's the boy. I think you're talking about that for her every night. Oh, he's so sweet. God, he's so cute. He misses her so much. Yeah. He's a really good family friend and um, cared for her. Like, you know, just they bonded and then became really good friends and were in class all, all the time. And when she was sick, he just um, would always be there and ask about her. And he embraced it. Embraced it and just, you know, sat next to her. And um, she, yeah. she just showed me him drawing pictures for her. Yeah. Is that correct? Yeah. Yes. Drawing was the one thing that my daughter was could do towards the like towards the end of her life. And they would draw pictures back and forth. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. To validate that bond that she acknowledges and thinks of him as her brother. Wow. Did you oh. frame? I don't know. Maybe he framed these things um, or if you frame some of these pictures. Is that correct? Um, yes, we have. We've uh, are in the process of framing things, and I know that um, his family has done the same. <laughs> These are the moments where I, I literally said to her, I was like, how did you even get me to do, like, say that? Like, right. I don't think I've ever said that to someone before. Yes, they acknowledge pictures, but then they're actually framed. They're being hung up. And 
her soul is just, it just validates the strength of her soul, the maturity of her soul. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now she says, please tell my sister, I don't want her to feel guilty about being happy. She shows me like kids out playing and then she shows me her sister sitting on the couch. It doesn't have to be that dramatic. Do you understand that, Danielle? It's a way of spirit. They show me things in a frame of reference to get me. And sometimes it's too an extreme to get me just to say something. Okay. So whatever it is, or maybe what you feel that your daughter is being held back from because she feels bad, sad, guilty, whatever her emotion is, she says, I want her to know that when she when she's with her friends, I'm living that that life. I'm living that experience through her eyes. She says, and there might be times where she feels sad. She goes, that's okay. She says, but I still want you to enjoy the moment. She's showing me like movie night. So is someone having movies in their backyard or do you have movie nights at the house? Or is that something that she does with her friends? Um, all of the above. <laughs> we thought we, when she was sick, we had a huge movie night for her. Um, like a friend put it on in their backyard and that was like a really fun thing that we did and you know movies and watching tv is something that um you know my husband daughter and I do all the time like that's just our thing that we do together so yeah so validating that her soul is still there there and doing and you feel it yeah you I feel do. it hold up what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Look, We all carry around different stressors. Some are big and some are small, right? But at the end of the day, when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever is weighing you down. You know, therapy just isn't for people who experience major trauma. Therapy, I find for myself, is great for learning positive coping skills and also how to set boundaries. And it has empowered me in the best way to be the best version of myself. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. 
And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HeySpirit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HeySpirit. Well, she just showed me, did she have a particular spot on the couch that she'd like to sit in? We all have our spot. Because she's like, she's like, tell my dad to get out of my spot. Tell my sister to get out of my spot. Mom, get out of my spot. So whoever sits in, I feel like, I don't know if you guys take turns sitting in her spot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. Even have a new couch and we all kind of like rotate. That's the spot that everybody wants to sit in. But we've never. Shut up. Yeah. Yeah, Stop it. Not because it was her spot, but yeah, it's the best spot. She got the best spot on the couch to see the TV and get up, you know. (laughs) So now I think when you sit in this spot, no one will ever look. They'll be like, okay, I'm sitting in your spot. We know you're here. The smile (laughs) and the laughter that your daughter is giving you right now is such a beautiful gift. And I feel is the best Mother's Day gift that she could ever give you. And I feel like it's a piece of her to help you get through that day. Yeah. Yeah. But please remember, I love what she acknowledged um, in the, in in the beginning was that, you know, every day is hard. She, she literally, you know how she got me to say that? I want to share this with you. So people will always say to me, like around Halloween, they'll be like, oh, you must be really busy around Halloween. And I'm like, listen, it's Halloween every day in my head. Right. (laughs) Yeah. So I don't know if there's also a connection with Halloween with her because she showed me that. And then also validating on how every day is hard and every day will be hard. I was just saying to a girlfriend like earlier this week, like, you know, it's hard, but you have to show up every day, you know, and we don't it doesn't mean that you don't acknowledge what happened, but you have to just keep showing up for yourself Mm -hmm. and your, you know, I literally just had that conversation the other day, which is crazy. She also told me that you were just looking at pictures of her in a Halloween costume. I just was last night. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. To validate that her soul was present. What? Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. What? I just said to her, I go, you have to slow down. I go, because I'm going to pass out in a second. I'm like, this is crazy. (laughs) This is literally her. She's like, we don't have much time, Teresa. We don't have much time. I got to get it all in. I got to get it. And I feel like she's like talking like yeah. a million miles oh. a minute. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so let me, let me ask you this. She, um, she showed me now when spirit brings up something like this, I'm always very adamant on that. When spirit talks about things that we're thinking about doing, wanting to do mm-hmm. does not mean that we have to do this or that we should do this. She mm-hmm. kept showing me like her handwriting and her name. And then I saw it. She showed me my tattoo that I have of my children. Now she showed me footprints and handprints. So maybe it is something that your husband just thought about, like, Oh, even if it was just for a hot second, like, yeah, you know, like, Oh, I, I, you know, and then like, nah, I, I don't want to get that. I feel like it's just validating that the thought and wanting to do something in memory or in honor of them means the world to them, even if we never, ever do it. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we were just talking about, I'm sorry. We were just talking about, um, like, you know, we're doing the construction in the house right now, but also like, well, redoing her room and what are we going to do, you know, not redo, but like, what are we going to do with her room and her stuff and all of her belongings and thinking of different things to do with them, you know? So uh, maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Um, Well, I am going to say this. She did show me, 
Um, she didn't talk about her room. I, okay. I, I, I didn't, she didn't show me that yet. So, um, what she did show me was you like writing her name, like in wood or like in a cement or something in the house. Does that make sense? In the house. Do you, do you have a sign with her name on it? I, oh, yes. I mean, someone just gave us something that somebody made for us about that. Yeah. But we haven't done anything with it because I don't know what to do with it. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. yeah. That's fine. Okay. Listen, yeah. we don't have to put it up. We don't have to, I, I admire the way that she, you know, listen, I, I know your other daughter is, is still young, right? She was yeah, she like 11. Yeah. 11. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, what is she, you know, maybe she thought, oh, you know what? I'm going to get a tattoo of my sister. You don't know these kids today. They think of crazy things, you know, <laughs> and it doesn't mean that she should or that it's just acknowledging that they hear us. Okay. okay. So this sign, I, I don't know why this sign hit you particularly hard is how she's making me feel. It was, it was almost like, I don't even, I don't even know how to explain this. I, she's showing me this whole thing. Like they came, they presented me with this sign. It was almost like, I feel like I collapsed and I, and, and I feel like I, I lost her all over again. I just, I felt like, I, I don't know. I, I don't even know how to explain that emotion, but does that make sense to you? Yeah, it was a sign that um, they had made like in class, but they had every all the kids like thumbprints on it and her thumbprint was on it. Oh, they, they, that's they, the hip. Okay, so the handprints and the footprint. Right. Oh, got it. <laughs> yeah. And that's it was almost, yeah. yeah. L listen, we don't have to do anything yeah. with it. Yeah. You want to put it in the closet, maybe pack it away with some of her belongings, maybe put it in the attic, just because we don't, I, I feel like what she's trying to say is like, mom, there's no right or wrong way in that you have to do all these things. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with her clothes. Like, okay, you can make blankets, you can make a quilt, you can make a teddy bear, you can make pillows. Right yep. now might not be the time. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe it's something that you just pack the things up you put them aside for a little while. There's, I, I think this is the, the biggest thing that I also try to share with people is that there's no right or wrong way to grieve the loss of your daughter. Right. You're going to grieve differently than your husband, than your other daughter, and there is no right or wrong way. I always say to people, as long as you're not self-medicating, or harming anyone else, you grieve the loss of your loved one the way that you feel you need to. And for some people, some people like everything out. Some people can't bear to look at their things. We just have to learn how to respect that and find that quote unquote, no pun intended, happy medium. Right. <laughs> right. Of yeah. what am I going to do with these things? And, and, and I'm going to be honest with you, Danielle, she made me feel like it's too much for you. It's too much right now. And yeah. you know what? It's okay to say, you know what? I'm not good today. <laughs> this is not good for me right now. I cannot handle this right now. Yep. Let's let's wait and revisit it in, um, in in August. I'm just using that as an example. Sure. Let's revisit it in six months, yep. and then we'll we'll, we'll see. Mm -hmm. She goes, um, Teresa, you would like my dad. I go, oh, I would. She goes, he's 
big guy. It's not so much of a physical sense. She goes, my dad tries to be what I'm what I'm admiring about her right now is that she's talking about how you can't do certain things, right? You know what? And she says, I want you to know that daddy prays all the time and says, what can I do for Danielle? Help me. So no, I think this is her way of saying that even though daddy seems so strong, right? And maybe not as emotional as you at times. And she goes, and my mom gets mad at him, Teresa. I go, you don't have to whisper. She can't hear you. <laughs> she literally like whispered to me. So I, I, I love what she's done on acknowledging how there's no right or wrong way, how strong my dad yeah. is. He is he's trying yeah. to be strong for the family. Yeah. She says, but he's like a duck on a pond. Oh. He says, did you ever see a duck on a pond, Teresa? The duck just gliding along and they look beautiful, but under the water, their feet and their legs are moving a mile a minute. She yeah. says, that's my dad. Yeah. Yeah. So again, maybe this is something that will help when we get frustrated or when we're like, oh my God, I, you know, thinking, yeah. okay, you know what? He's being strong for us. This is how he needs to deal with this at this time. Yep. So who was just trying on her shoes or like trying to try on her clothes or something? We were just in her closet today to get pull out oh. clothes to wear today because some of our clothes are still in her closet. But we weren't trying her clothes on. We were pulling her own clothes Oh, out. you were pulling them out and maybe holding them up? Uh yeah. Like, look, we were shifting through her clothes to get to the stuff we needed in there. Yeah, so yeah validating that her soul was with you at that exact moment. Did you make bracelets for her friends or cause she just showed me these. She goes, I can't believe you haven't talked about my bracelets. I go, well, what bracelets? She goes, I got these bracelets, Teresa. They have my name on it and everybody wears them. Yeah. Um, they, they, they used, you know, the rainbow looms that the kids make all the, oh, yeah. we, my, her, my, and my daughter would make them all the time so she had a wrist full of those types of bracelets and people would make you know the kids would exchange them all the time so those bracelets were things that we wore all the time um especially before she died yeah so don't yeah. be surprised if one of those bracelets pop up or um where just found them in a closet today that i was uh, pulling something out of and a few of them came out yep <laughs> She like literally is like gangbusters. Like she like doesn't like one sec. Like I'm literally winded from channeling her because she literally does not stop. <laughs> That's her. I, but I, she's like, this is how I need them to remember me. Yeah. This is how I want you to remember me. And I don't want you to feel that if we, if I was diagnosed sooner or knew what was happening sooner, that I would still be here. She says, Teresa, she says, my mom has to stop that because she showed me my symbol for where someone has a rare form of something or like it's not something that we would typically find in, right. an, in, in a seven-year-old or an eight-year-old, right? Right. Yeah. She was, yep. Yeah, she uh, she was perfectly healthy. And then um, we thought she had like a gymnastics injury. She started like limping a little bit. So we took her to the doctor. They sent us for an MRI and um, she was diagnosed with a very rare form of brain cancer just out of, um, out of nowhere. So, um, and within 10 months from her day of diagnosis is um, she passed away. Oh it happened. God. 
Yeah. And it changed, it stole her life from her and her, um, it stole her physical body. So her jumping and moving and <sighs> energetic. Um, oh, I'm so happy to hear that because she, you know, couldn't walk. She couldn't talk towards the end of me. It was oh yeah, God. awful, awful. Yeah. So I'm happy that she's like making you <laughs> exhausted <laughs> because that means that she's like herself. That's who she is. And that's who yes. we remember her as. Yeah. Yeah. Danielle, don't ever apologize yeah. for talking about your daughter or being emotional. That, I mean, what she did in the beginning, it was almost like she wanted to talk about, okay, I'm gone. I went yeah. quick. And it was almost like, I just want to talk about happy things. I just want to laugh. And then yep. it's like, this was the last piece that you needed to hear yeah. to stop beating yourself up. And, and listen, I know that it's her parents are not supposed to bury their children. And I am sure you went through all of the emotions of God, take me, not my daughter. I, I, I can't even imagine what that was like for you and your husband and, and even your daughter that's still here. Yeah. You had mentioned like it was a fog and that's how I feel the last year, the, from the moment she was diagnosed to the day she passed away was just like a fast forward button. Like you didn't have time to stop, think, process anything that was happening. And then she was gone. And then it was like, well, what do we, you know, then the whole last year has just been like, what are we supposed to do? You know, like, right. You can't wrap your brain around it, you know? No. So, can, yeah. You can't even wrap your brain around anything anything. Yeah. Anything. Yeah. Yeah. So I love the gift of healing that she gave you and saying, mom, even if this was diagnosed earlier, there is yeah. no way that I still would have survived. She says, I want you to start looking at the other side of the coin of this, yeah. of that. If I was diagnosed sooner, yeah. I would have had less of a quality of life than a yeah. quantity. It would not have changed the quantity of my life. She says, right. and you know that, you know that. Yep. She says, I even told my mom in a dream that I was okay, Teresa. So did you have a dream of your daughter or did your husband? Uh, I don't my, dream of my loved ones that have died. I have. Um, I want you to. I haven't. My husband might have, but he didn't tell me about it. So, yeah. I want you to ask them. Okay. Yep. Maybe it was your daughter. I want to explain to you what a visitation is like. Okay. I don't dream of my loved ones like that. I don't connect with them in that way. Right. So what happens is sometimes we're, when we're sleeping mm -hmm. and all of a sudden we see them and they're perfect and they're smiling and they're happy. And yeah. it's just for that split second, but it was mm -hmm. so real. Yeah. Know that that was a visitation. Know yeah. that that was her soul. Do not be surprised now, Danielle, if you have this experience, yeah. And if anyone else in your family has it, know that that is her soul showing you that she is okay and that she is at peace. Yeah. Um, that, the other night I did, I saw a flash of her face for like a second and then it was gone. But it like, I, that had never happened to me before. So now that you, oh my God. Yeah. yeah. That was a visitation from your daughter. Yeah. Now, maybe after yeah. now, maybe you might have, you might not, or maybe you will have another experience, but yeah. knowing that she was showing you that her, yeah. that she was okay. This is how she wants you to remember her, need you to remember her. When you have those moments, replace it with something. Maybe it'll be something from this reading. Yeah. Experience. Yeah. 
of yeah. how she made me feel, not yeah. sitting still, exhausted. The <laughs> things, Danielle, that your daughter validated is absolutely yeah. insane. Yeah. A beautiful gift from your daughter. Yeah. Thank you so much. Did you just feel something? Because you, I watched her soul lean over and kiss you. No. Yeah, like a little something right here. <laughs> So know that that was your daughter's soul. I know how hard it is to feel these moments or to even imagine that. But anything that you feel, sense, hear, think you hear, know that that is her soul. She is also bringing forward parents. So I don't know if there's grandparents on the other side validating that all of the souls are together. And oh, she goes, oh, what? one more thing before I go. I go, what? She goes, I'm not alone. Tell my mom I'm not alone. So she was bringing forward grandpa. I could see generations. So even if they're great grandparents that she never met, they hold hands. So it means that they were directly connected here in the physical world, that the souls are all together, that they're safe and at peace. Your daughter just said, mom, you are my sunshine. Oh my God. We just sing that all the time. Yeah. And it's, I'm happy to hear that she's, um, you know, with people on the other side, my, um, and you said grandparents, because um, we're actually leaving after this reading to um, go to my father-in-law's. He passed away um, <laughs> um, two weeks ago, actually, on the anniversary of the day that Kelly passed. So he passed away, and then um, so did my mother-in-law about a year before. So, yeah, this is insane. I'm so happy they're with her. Yeah, yeah. So know yeah. that they're all together. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. I think someone watched the greeting or felt or they imagined it. I don't know if it was your husband. Right. Uh, but know that the souls were there to greet each other as they oh. left the physical world. Yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah. Yeah. She says, I want you also to know I support how you chose to lay me to rest. Oh, God. It's okay. Yeah. You know, she... Um... You know, you had ideas in your mind of what you want to do, and then COVID kind of just like put that down, and we had to, you know, do it in a way that I never would have imagined or that I thought was. I always ask, like, was this okay? Did we do the right thing for her? And because, yeah, you know, you weren't allowed to do what you were normally mm -hmm. used to doing, and I always wondered if that was okay. Oh my God, thank you. What I've learned from Spirit Danielle is that what we do with the physical body is for us. Yeah. I don't yeah. mean to sound cold or rude when I no. say this. They don't care because they're not a part of it. They're right. not a part of that physical body anymore. Right. So it's for us. So yeah. know that she supports the decision. <sighs> Good. That means a lot. <laughs> I love the fact that she brought up that she's with your in-laws. Yeah. Um, because yeah. I think she says, Teresa, my dad's not going to believe this. <laughs> he is not going to believe any of this. He doesn't nope. even know what to believe anymore. So know that as you're telling <laughs> your husband this, I could see his face like drop and be like, what? what? She keeps showing me there has to be something with your husband because now she's showing me this picture. She you, typically when spirit shows me a picture of just their face and then the forearm. It's my symbol for that. They were going to get a tattoo of the portrait, mm. a portrait of their departed loved one. So I don't know if he's thinking of doing something with 
a picture or he has this one particular picture of or or having a picture painted uh, oh. you, does that make sense yeah i mean my husband is like does not like tattoos so i mean if he's trying to get a tattoo it's something that i just don't know anything about but we do have a my husband coaches lacrosse and one of his players actually painted um a picture of Callie like looking over her shoulder this way and we have it um you know in our house and it's it sits right next to um like his side of the bed so that's um you know I think he looks at that all the time and um, perfect so yes when that picture was given to him that portrait her yes. soul was with him every time he looks at it she goes and mom ask him because she goes i moved that picture and he can't understand for the life of him how that picture gets moved it's because she shows it to me like this like it's like this and then it'll be like that well like that she's taking responsibility for that so know that she will be in the car with you she is always with you where you go yep. you take her with you yes yeah. Thank you. I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity and the privilege of not only channeling your daughter, yeah. but right. I think giving you the most beautiful gift that a child could ever give. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Really. Goes, oh, and then she goes, and Teresa, we'll talk about the room, my room another time. Okay. I go, okay. <laughs> So I guess I better stand by when she decides to tell me all about her room or when you're ready to do that. She goes, they're not even ready to do my room yet, Teresa. So okay. we'll talk about that another time. Okay. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Thank you so, so much. So, your so daughter much. gave you a beautiful gift. Thank it you hurt. so much. I'm very sorry for the loss of your daughter. God bless. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. I would describe my experience with Teresa as amazing. I mean, that is just the only word I can think to sum it all up. I mean, it was emotional, it was heartfelt, it was just truly something that I needed in this time of my life. And it definitely is something that I'll carry with me forever. It was definitely an amazing experience. Well, at first she had mentioned like right away, like you have something of your daughter's in your car. I mean, I had to do the, had to do the reading while I was sitting in my car. It was the only private space that I had. And 
I did. I had my daughter's blanket with me that there's no way she would have known that I had that and nothing. I mean, I'm not sitting in her room. I'm not in my house. I'm sitting in my random car in my <laughs> front yard. And uh, so that immediately, I felt an instant connection when she said that. And then she brought up that it's pink. There's pink, pink, pink. And I didn't make the connection at the time. And it's so s simple. Her favorite color is pink, like right off the top. Like that was just something that because I was so overwhelmed with what was going on, that something so simple as like pink, like, yes, the her blanket wasn't pink, but I, the phone case of mine, my watch band, everything was pink that, you know, things that I have that remind me of her. So for that to come through was pretty eye-opening for me immediately. She also mentioned like the things that they were doing at school, the bench and the garden, and they're not even completed yet. We're literally in the planning stages and nothing's even been, you know, publicly announced about it. So for her to, you know, know that that was in the works, that was something that definitely blew my mind. Two other things that she said were things that I needed to hear that I thought that I haven't really shared too much with two other people. Like I think she had mentioned the part where, you know, you're afraid of people forgetting your daughter or not remembering her. And that's something that I've not like publicly talked about or even to like my mom or my husband, that's something that I only really personally have said. So for her to, to touch on that was something that, you know, was very eye-opening to me. And of course, reliving her last moments and her last days and how I replay that sometimes. And for her to tell me like, please don't do that anymore. I mean, that is something that I do struggle with. So this experience definitely helped me, you know, revisit that and, and kind of help work through that. But the main thing that Teresa hit the nail on the head was when she said that she was out of breath talking to my daughter. <laughs> I mean, that is my daughter. Like she would wake up at the crack of dawn, be going from the second her feet hit the ground and just constantly keep, keep us on our toes all day long, talking and playing and jumping and doing flips and cartwheels. I mean, that is her personality. So she definitely, I was laughing that she was out of breath because that's how we were every day, like just completely spent by her energy and her endless, boundless energy that my daughter had. You know, my daughter, I mentioned, you know, her cancer took her body away from her and things that she could do. So she wasn't really like that. You know, she had lost all of that, um, you know, in the last months of her life. So to know that, you know, she's, on the other side, doing all those things that, you know, we know she loves to do. I mean, that just warms my heart knowing that that's what she's doing. So yes, the minute I hung up with Teresa, we, my husband got in the car and we drove to my father-in-law's wake. I mean, it was a surreal experience from the moment we woke up that day to, to the end of the day. But I will say that I felt like a complete feeling of peace. Like, you know, I felt emotionally like at, at, at ease and at peace with everything, you know, and having to go to my father-in-law's wake, which was a sad time. And I just, for me, privately knowing that he's there with Callie and they're, you know, together, that was just helpful for myself. So uh, an overwhelming sense of peace that, that everything's okay, even though we're sad and we miss them and we wish they were here with us, but knowing that they're all together after my experience with Teresa, I definitely feel like overcome with this just sense of peace and I'm just at ease with like, I can see it so differently now. And you know, when Teresa mentioned that, you know, Callie's passing was quick and I, you know, I referenced that where, yeah, the 10 months from her day of diagnosis to the day she passed, that flew by. I mean, we didn't have a second to really process it. 
But really, when she said that the day that she passed was quick, like her passing was actually quick, you know, reflecting back on that, you know, the morning she died, it was a typical morning. You know, we woke up, we did what we normally did. We watched our TV shows and ate our pancakes. And then a few hours later, you know, she was taking her last breath. So, you know, that happened so fast. So that was something else that I made like a connection with a little bit afterwards. You know, she was truly the kindest soul, my daughter, and just, you know, obviously didn't deserve this, nobody does. But for to know that she is still with us is just one of the most amazing gifts that, you know, Teresa has left we, me with. And I don't know how I'll ever thank her or repay her enough for, you know, and I'm just so honored to be able to share her story with you guys because it hasn't been easy and it's not something that I wish upon anyone else. And it might be very difficult for people to understand, but Teresa also mentioned that I kept saying it would be okay. And I told my daughter that, you know, as she was taking her last breaths. And I think that this experience of me talking to Teresa, that I know it's going to be okay. So I kind of feel like that that phrase is sort of, you know, working its way both ways towards me as well as what I hope it did for my daughter as well too. The biggest thing that I keep hearing in my head is when Teresa talked about, you know, the differences between grieving and healing. Grieving is something that we will always do. You're never not going to grieve the, the loss of your loved ones. I'll never not grieve you know, the loss of my daughter, but healing, I didn't quite understand the difference between those two until Teresa kind of put that out there for me, that you could heal from the things that have happened and you can still move on with them in your heart and in, and experience things again. You know, I, I feel like the, the year, my daughter's been gone for over a year and this past year has been difficult, as she mentioned, and just kind of been felt in a fog, just going through the motions, doing what I needed to do to get it done and show up for my family, but not really truly experiencing things 110%. So this experience has allowed me to know that that's okay. That was huge for me. That was huge. For more information on DIPG, visit chadtuff.com. That's C-H-A-D-T-O-U-G-H dot com, the Defeat DIPG Foundation. Hey guys, if you're loving Hey Spirit and my new series on Lifetime, Teresa Caputo Raising Spirits, you might love my live show, Teresa Caputo Live. Check out my website at teresacaputo.com for tickets and to see if I'm in a city near you.